It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Poll List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, what is up? Hey, buddy. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> How are you? I'm all right, man. I'm fine. I'm trying to find a new way to say hello every time. <laughs> yeah, you should do it different every time. I like it. <laughs> this That's... is a podcast where we sometimes review a trade. Some people call it a trade review. Traders. <laughs> and this week we are reviewing a book that came out a while ago. Um, and I, re- I remember reading it when it first came out, but I think it was something that kind of always caught Simon's eye and he, he's always wanted to go back and read it. So I said, why the hell not? I like the story and I like the, I love the artist. So we are reading the all new ghostwriter. Yeah, man, I got to use you for once. <laughs> right. I can't remember when that came out. I probably should have wrote that down. It was years ago though. Like 2015, I think. Years and years ago. I had it says 2018 on here. Then 2018 it is. So, all new Ghost Rider, written by Felipe Smith, art and cover by Tread Moore. And this story arc, volume one, contains issue one through five, and it's titled Engines <laughs> Engines of Vengeance. Now that's that's en- harder to say. Engines of Vengeance. <laughs> so stupid. I'm a huge fan of Treadmore, and I know you love his or enjoy his art. I wouldn't say you love it. I'm not going to put that on you, but I love it. I know that you like it as well. So <laughs> I won't get into initial thoughts. We don't do that anymore. So I will just start it. I don't remember who started last time because last week was not a review episode. I'll start it. How about that? Boom. Do it. All right. All, right. All new Ghost Rider issue one. Engines of Engines. (laughs) Part one. A street race leads to a young man on the fast and furious road to destiny. Family. Amid an East Los Angeles neighborhood running wild with gang violence and drug trafficking, a war brews in the criminal underworld. With four on the floor, Marvel's newest ghostwriter puts vengeance in overdrive. Four on the floor. What does that mean? Fourth gear? What does that mean? I don't know shit about cars i would imagine it's a car reference yeah but i um, mean is it like uh someone's missing a toe um in my head if, if you want my honest explanation i will give it to you i i want it give four it. on the floor to me immediately when i think about it i think of the flintstones having to use all four people in the front seat to put their feet on the ground to to use his brakes. You know, I bet that's it. I think that's it. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> they totally reference that in the story, so it makes it's all full circle. Mm-hmm. Issue six. We didn't get there. <laughs> that's just it's just one big <laughs> splash panel in the Flintstones. <laughs> so, having not read the story, vaguely familiar, I'm, I'm assuming with Ghost Rider lore in general, fire motorcycles. Zarathos, I think is the guy's name. Mephisto, making deals with the devil and stuff like that. Mephisto. Basically, I just summed up all of Daredevil, or Daredevil, Daredevil and Ghost Rider. Pretty much wrap them all in the same thing. One thing, though, sidebar, before we get started. <laughs> Isn't that weird 
that Daredevil is Daredevil and Ghost Rider is not Daredevil? Yeah, Daredevil, it should have been like Daredevil before Ghost Rider. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he was a Daredevil and then he became Ghost Rider. Yeah. But Ghost Rider. His name name should be Daredevil. Well, Ghost Rider doesn't fit the other way to me, though. Well, he could just find a different name. Oh, yeah. He could be the red guy. The red ninja, red ninja man. Red ninja man. I like it. All right. So, what did you think about issue number one? Uh, well, it, so first of all, it was a really good introduction. If you've never seen Trad Moore's artwork, it's almost jarring. But the only the only word I can use to describe it is buttery smooth. <laughs> I yeah. don't know why. It seems like it's just liquid. Everything is yeah, loose. I, I was just saying that I was just thinking that like you could just kind of get your hands in there and just get your hands wet. That's what I just I don't know. It's a weird explanation, but that's just how I feel when I look at some of his splash pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Splash. Splash. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, immediately I knew I was in for a good time. It does with the story. It does kind of it moves really fast uh, as far as like plot lines you know why is he why is he going to be this thing um and then he's got this disabled brother who i'm not sure if he's also developmentally disabled he is Uh, yeah yeah but you know these gangbanger kids that are just like get out you retard you know it's like yeah Uh, (laughs) it's just it's it's weird to read stuff like that because you know like things like that are pc and so like as a normal as a normal adult and i stress the word normal um you kind of like take things like that out of your vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And it's not so normal anymore. But, you know, when we were kids, we said things like that all the time. But reading it now is just like, ah, that's that's a little jarring <laughs> yeah. just to read it. Now I just say it in my head. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not trying to offend anybody. But, um, yeah, it's just it's cool to see this character like setting him up as this this really caring brother, and then he's going to be taking care of his uh, kid brother. Comic books are a big deal in this universe, still, you know, like his kid brother's into that. I love the little sneak peeks that you see as he's getting into the car, like the first time you see this little shadow when he hops through the window, whatever. You see this little shadow with red eyes in the reflection. Mm-hmm. And then he puts on the helmet and it's like flaming. It's great. Yeah. And it's, it's funny that you say that, like it all happens really fast because I was thinking, like, I know I didn't have to do any back reading. I knew that this was an all new story since the title, but it just felt like there were something, some things that I didn't know, like mm-hmm. because of those sneak peeks of hinting at like a ghost writer, I thought maybe he was already Ghost Rider. Yeah. Especially when he like, he obviously had some sort of relationship with this. It made it seem like he had a relationship with his car, but it was more like just like a guy that likes a car. And <laughs> then when he showed up at the race, I was like, oh, he's already Ghost Rider. Yeah. I, like some might call him a car enthusiast. Yeah. He's about to flame these guys. Straight up Ghost Rider flamer mode. That's what he he calls he calls can't it. Call that. it. <laughs> can't, can't, speaking of PC, <laughs> only he could call it that. Um, so I was just like, maybe he's got. I, I don't know. There's a lot of liberties it took with just like, okay, just go with it. Just keep reading. Just keep reading because you don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
The character, as far as Robbie Ray is, yeah, he's likable. I mean, he's pretty, pretty he's plain. Al- yeah, he's almost too perfect of a character. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a street punk that actually like has a heart of gold. <laughs> street punk with it doesn't seem like he's a street punk though. He seems like somebody that was just kind of born in in a bad neighborhood. Not necessarily that he belongs yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does seem sort of out of it. I really love that he like steps up to those guys when they're picking on his brother, and he's like, "I'm like, damn, he's about to kick their ass because he's Ghost Rider." They pull a gun on him and then they just beat the shit. <laughs> right, he gets <laughs> like he gets rocked real fast. And uh, the great thing about Tradmore is, I don't know, man, the way he illustrates like facial expressions. Yeah, they don't look realistic, but man, in his style, you definitely feel every like swollen eye, busted lip, like you see all of it pretty, you know, specifically. Yeah, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, his faces are really detailed, but sometimes it's a little jarring. Like, they're a little crazy looking. Uh, mm-hmm. Just sometimes. Yeah, so it kind of reminds me of, like, Ryan Otley's style in Invincible. Mm-hmm. Like, how um, they emphasize on certain things as far as, like, Treadmore is action. Obviously, Ryan Otley's, like, guts and blood and stuff like that. But they just kind of... I don't know. I don't know what it is about his art style. I can't sing enough of its praises. Well, it really depends. It also depends on like which trad more you're reading. If you're reading like uh, Luther Strode, then he's definitely all about blood and guts too. Yeah. Um, you can tell that he tried to do it in this book, but he had to tone it down. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but I don't know. So you, you say Ryan Otley, the person it reminds me of is, um, Greg Capullo, like with some of his spawn mm. issues, they were, I would say that Tradmore is a little more readable, but there's some parts that are so liquid that it's kind of hard to tell what's going on. Yeah. Um, but I still love it. Like that doesn't change the way I feel about it. Yeah. And this issue, did this issue end with him getting the powers? Uh, it had he, to have because. Yeah, I believe so. So. He gets shot to shit. He gets yeah, what did you yeah. think about what did you think about that? Like, <laughs> he loses, or he, the you know the race gets interrupted, and the police corner him in the alley, or what you think are the police, right? And then they freaking RoboCop one <laughs> his ass. I was I was really surprised. I didn't expect. I I just thought I didn't think he was going to go to jail. I thought he was going to get away from it. Like I thought that yeah. when the powers were going to activate for some reason, he was going to like drive up the wall like that yeah, forever. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it was crazy. And then I was like, wow, this would make sense in our current climate. Maybe not in 2014, <laughs> but um, yeah, that was a that was a big surprise. And then to have those drugs, which I couldn't tell that they were pills at first. I thought they were brains or something. Yeah, that's weird pink. I love the colors. And whoever colors his, I think the same person colors all of his work. Because they do those deep colors, like those deep reds, the pinks, mm-hmm. you know, like the orange and the different colors of the fire. I thought the same thing. Like, it made me think that he actually colored his work because, you know, you everything has like sparks to it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. He either... I didn't yeah, realize that they like burned him down. I didn't see the match. Yeah, they they like burn the car, and then yeah. the car, and then it ends up going to his body. It's a great scene where it's the 
we can talk about the face of the Ghost Rider. Like this Ghost Rider does look completely different. The rest of the Ghost Riders are just like skull heads. Mm-hmm. This one has more of like a anime feel to it. I don't know if you ever watch Bleach, but it kind of looks like the their mask. Yeah, they have like skull mask every now or for some of the characters. Um, I, I just thought it was really cool. Like that whole scene, I didn't expect it. Even though I read it when it first came out, I still I guess I just forgot that they blasted his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Blast his ass. And then the car and him finally have a conversation. I think that might be the next episode or next issue. Yeah. So he, yeah, he gets out of the blaze or whatever and pretty much goes home. That's it. Yeah. This would make a great animated movie. I don't know if they could pull it off in live action. I think so too. And I, and the, the, his skull looks a lot like the helmet he was wearing as well. I don't know. I love it. It's really yeah, cool this design. Look, I mean, oh my god, it's so he looks so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a, a, the biggest fan of the artist of the next story arc, volume two. So yeah. that's why I stopped reading it. But I am interested to see how the story goes. Yeah, I would say the only thing I don't like about this is the way the teeth kind of point out on but, on the actual Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I, there was a panel that I noticed that. Other than that, I was kind of just googly eyed about Tradmore's arm. Yeah, enthralled. Yeah. All right. All new Ghost Rider issue number two. Robbie Reyes has been given a new awesome power, but can he? Can the team handle it, or will it drive him to the path of destruction? Who owns the haunted race car, and what will they do to get it back? What are the pink pills, and who is behind their creation? I don't know if it was this issue or the last issue. I think it's this issue. We get introduced to like sort of the main antagonist, which is an obscure villain, Mr. Hyde, which is really cool. I, I like that they gave him sort of his, not he's not super obscure, but he's obviously like he's he references that he knows the Ghost Rider later on. And, yeah. But I just thought he was a good villain for this, even though it's kind of random. Like you said before, it's it all happens really fast and it just all kind of flows seamlessly, but. It is it is interesting with Mr. Hyde. I've seen him in one other book randomly. Um it was an Iron Man book. It was when I first started reading Iron Man and he had like given up his fortune and he was working at some tech company and he was building this new uh, uh armor and Mr. Hyde attacks or whatever. That's the first time I've ever I'd ever even heard of that character. And here he is in this too. He looks badass in this. He looks so much better. I think in the old Mr. Hyde, he wore a hat, like what you would imagine Mr. Hyde, like a bowler. Yeah, that's the that's what the Build-A-Figure looks like. Oh, that's dumb. <laughs> it's, it's pretty goofy, yeah. This one, look, he looks pretty badass. It looks like, and, uh, well, we'll just, we'll just keep going and then we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah. So this one, I can't remember what happens in this issue besides he gets the powers... And the whole time, I remember thinking, like, when's he going to get that wheelchair back? <laughs> yeah, me too. Because yeah. these these thugs in the, in the first issue take the wheelchair wheelchair from his brother, which is like super fucked up. You don't think even bullies like would do something like that? But it, and that's kind of what I was saying at the beginning, like the way it's so. Um, I guess it's like so stereotypical the way that yeah. they take that and like i don't know but um 
this one starts almost immediately after the last one. So he's chasing down the people that just killed him, essentially. Uh, That's what it is. Yep, you're right. And it's good. Well, these moments, just seeing that thing blaze down the road with all the fire flowing off of it, like that's that's Trad Morris. That's where he stays. Like he, everything, like we said, it's just liquid. Yeah, it doesn't even look like fire. It just like oozes out. It's like <laughs> ooze. That's what it is. It's not <laughs> fire. Like he's sitting in there. He's sitting in the car, and it's just the whole inside of the car is covered in this flame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Uh, he doesn't su- successfully get these guys, though. He, there's four cars. I thought that he did because he crashes through one of them. I was like, oh, okay, he wins. But yeah. then I went back and there's four cars and the rest of the guys get away. Right. And I guess that's when we're introduced to Mr. Hyde, um, <laughs> who he says he has control over his power, but he has to drink that liquid every time. Right. So later, I, I was thinking about that, too. Later. Is it the last issue or the second to last issue? I can't remember. But he does say that, like, it's flowing in my blood or whatever, but then he has yeah. to drink. So and he drinks it. And every time they show him, he drinks it to transform back and forth or to transform into Mr. Hyde. But he's having a conversation with the other every time. Like, when he's Mr. Hyde, he's talking to Dr. Zabo and back and forth always. <laughs> yeah, Zabo. So that's weird. Uh, our our character Robbie's eyes have changed. One's orange, one's green, and he said and he thinks he has pink eye. Obviously, he's never had pink eye before. <laughs> right. Thought that was yeah. dumb. Was yeah, like, that's dumb. That's your your the color of your eye changes. You're like, oh damn, I can't go to the doctor. Man, we're poor. I got pink eye. What? Uh, I find it strange too. So you see one of the main antagonists in this, and it's the these like gang members or whatever. Yeah, these chavos. Yeah, they don't seem to know what they have as far as these pills are concerned. Yeah, how because, dumb. How dumb are these guys? Yeah, they, they don't know shit about what they have. They're also very... I'm not trying to tear this up, but they're also very random. Like, who are these people? You know, you think this is these are the antagonists, Mr. Hyde and his little military whatever. Mm-hmm. And then these guys are here, and they're some dude tries to drug a chick right in the middle of a party, mm-hmm. and... <laughs> She turns into this beast thing, and yeah, apparently they they lifted the drugs off of they lifted these pills off of one of the trucks, mm-hmm. and they just start sell, they just start selling the drugs as whatever people want. This guy's like, "Hey, I got a date tonight." If you know what I mean? And I was like, "What? What does that mean?" And I thought he was gonna try to get some Viagra or something, but obviously he was looking for roofies. Roofies, like, Jesus Christ, man. And he's like, yeah, 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 just take one of these. Like, you don't even know what that is, man. <laughs> Forget me nots. Damn. They give it to this girl. This is a weird scene to watch. Tradmore doesn't excel in plain scenes like this. Like, yeah. where it's just people talking, people hanging out. Like, this dude that drugs this chick, I don't know if you have it pulled up. Yeah. He's, like, hyper-muscular. <laughs> just, like, he's just a regular dude, man. Not everybody has to be extremely jacked. Or this like crackhead that's trying to tell him that his car got stolen. Oh, yeah, he's, he's just—they're—they're like, they're all just extremely ripped. I get it, but not everybody has to be jacked. I think it's interesting how bendable their elbows. It's almost that Cal Art style. <laughs> like they don't have defined joints. No, uh, no. They—it's like they—he flows right from the tricep into 
the you know his forearm like there's not an elbow yeah i still love it <laughs> I yeah can tell you. I'm, not, I'm not upset about it. it's something truly original and yeah this scene where this when their girl basically turns into the mr hyde type character uh-huh. after taking this pill she looks nutsville i can't really tell <laughs> yeah. what's going on with her body proportions yeah, her, but it's, her body completely transforms and then, and see, you know, you go from these regular scenes where I'm, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that's not where Treadmore excels. And then you go into the splash page of, of action, and it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, and it doesn't make sense. Like, she's completely bending reality, just destroying this guy through the house. Yeah, that that particular scene where you see the streak and she's like slamming him through the ceiling, that was great. That's super cool looking. Um, yeah. And that's his strength, you know, like you said. And so our main character wants to find out what happened, really. Right. I, I love how they he uses the same panels for this, too. As Which one? First, so when he's breaking back into the shop, they use the same panels that they used the first time where he was going in the shop to use the car in the race. The same. Oh, panels. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's great. I didn't notice that. And those guys are going to get the truck because the crackhead told them that, you know, so or not truck, but the car. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we get more amazing Ghost Rider action scenes. And this is where I was talking about where he tones it down because, like, he grabs one dude's hand, he crushes it, breaks the other guy's leg. But if it was Luther Strode, I mean, that guy's leg would just be, like, in outer space. Yeah, just blow it out. <laughs> and he yeah. punches that one dude through the windshield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so it's nice. just a it's just a cool looking character, man. I'm not gonna lie, he did a really good job designing the actual Ghost Rider. But I, as, as, go ahead. I, I need the Marvel Legend. They need to make one. I don't know why they yeah. haven't made one yet. I can't believe they haven't. It's probably the car. To yeah, be honest, they're gonna, they're gonna sell it as a SDC exclusive whenever it opens back up. Because mm-hmm. he's on the Avengers now, so he's still around wow. he's like a like a popular character wow yeah he's moving up in the world um then we learn that the car is possessed at this point like maybe mm-hmm. hinted at it a little bit whenever it was engulfed in flames in the first issue but now you know robbie reyes is like what are you and then the car talks back and that's kind of confusing because it seems like the car is possessed, but he he's also like, yeah, I brought you back to life. My name is Eli, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not and sure. I, I could tell you about Eli later. Okay. I, See, that's what I was confused on. If the entity is a spirit that was already there or if it was in the car, but n- that makes more sense that it's in the car. It's in the car. Yeah, it's in the car. And what I was thinking, and I remember even reading it the first time, it's like, Where's the Ghost Rider stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I get it, but like we talked about before, the Ghost Rider makes it like the whole that's the whole thing. Even with Johnny Blaze, Danny Ketch, they have to make a deal with the Mephisto or the devil, whatever you want to call him. Mephisto. And, you know, he sells his soul, basically. But this, we get none of that. He already has his powers and he made no deal. He basically just got brought back to life, I guess, forced to deal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mephesta. I heard he was in uh, um, Scarlet Witch. Is that right? Mephesto? He was. He was the main show? character. Yeah, that's what I heard. It was him. It was him all along. He was the rabbit. 
<clears throat> he was the fly, a fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. That one. <laughs> all right, take it away with issue number three. All right, all right. All new Ghost Rider issue three. Ronnie meets the mysterious entity behind Ronnie. Ronnie. <laughs> Typo. <laughs> I get all of our show notes from our good friends over at my comic shop, and uh, there's nobody named Ronnie in this book. That's his cousin. Ronnie meets the mysterious <laughs> entity behind the position. What the uh, hell is going on, man? <laughs> Ronnie, hey, what are you, Ron, what are you doing here, man? Ronnie? Hey, Ronnie, what are you, what's going on? All oh, right. my God. <laughs> so Robbie meets the mysterious entity behind his position. Is the all-new Ghost Rider a hero or a villain? Mr. Hyde takes on the street gangs while a thug discovers the power of Dr. Zabo's pills. I like that his name is Dr. Zabo. Like, it sounds like a different name for boobs. <laughs> Dr. Zabo's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, ish, it, this story continues to be good. Um, you said that it felt not rushed, but everything moves really fast. Mm-hmm. And it does, but I think it's like the story's relatively light. Yes, yes, I'll agree to that. 100%. And and so it, so it sort of makes it okay that it's rushed. Like there's not a lot going on. We get, mm-hmm. yeah, we get the random gangsters. They're obviously fodder. They're going to be dead by the end of this because they're dumb. Um, Mr. High <laughs> is the main antagonist. So we could expect some sort of resolution or conflict at the end of this. It's not, we only get five issues in volume one. So the, the pacing to me is good even though it's rushed or not rushed it's just moving fast yeah no i agree uh because like you said it doesn't seem like there's a lot at stake no if that makes sense um it's just a it's just an origin story really yeah and the, yeah and the, it's a really really well done in my opinion i mean mm-hmm. as far as like a just like a beginning starter teaser to like what this potentially big world could be mm-hmm yeah. With the conversation between Eli and Robbie, what do you think? How do you think about their what do you think about their exchange? It's weird. You know, I, I it is weird. I don't well, I just don't know how to feel about Robbie because Robbie obviously is a good kid. And it yeah. seems like he's kind of going into these darker desires, like he's being coaxed into it, almost like a deal with the devil with Eli. Yeah. He's de- and Eli is making it like obviously preying on all of his emotions. Like, um, oh, that, I like this kid. He's talking about his brother. He's hanging out with his brother. It might be in the next issue, but he's like, oh, I really mm-hmm. like him. And then they yeah. see the gangsters, and he's like, we need to let's kick their ass. You know what I mean? He's just like he seems like he's doing all these amazing things. Let's take back the community. Let's do all these things. But he's also like, let's punish. With extreme, you know, prejudice. Yeah, let's <laughs> so burn it down. So on one hand, he's he's he knows that Robbie slash Ronnie is a good kid, and Ronnie. so he's like, "Let's do these good things, but let's do it my way." Because he keeps saying, "Like, do you trust me? Just give me the word. Give me the word." And I thought I thought it was just like a one time thing, but he says it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Like like I think Robbie has to give him permission to sort of Uh, let loose that makes sense in in issue four whenever he's fighting you know he goes we'll talk about in a second but whenever he's in that scene he eli says it again like just say the word and i'll take care of this thing and then they have like some weird shadow teleportation power which again we'll (laughs) we'll talk about that in a second 
Um, so yeah, that's I, their inter, their their interaction is weird because this is a Ghost Rider story, and there's very little like familiar Ghost Rider stuff besides mm-hmm. like the Flaming Skull. <laughs> the Flaming Skull. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a cool character. I'm putting that in my character now. Yeah, he just wears a skull cod piece. <laughs> or it's just like a pink skull. <laughs> now that exists. You can piss <laughs> off Mesco. Oh, that's true. <laughs> All right, so issue number four. The streets of East L.A. flare up with drug-fueled gang violence from Dr. Zabo's power-enhancing narcotics. <laughs> Will Robbie Reyes submit to the spirit inside him and go too far in protecting the neighborhood? What is Mr. Hyde's diabolical plan to expand his underground empire? Before we start, I will say that that is something that is weak in this story to me. Like, I know he talks about, uh, Mr. Hyde talks about moving to L.A. because New York has too many villains, too many heroes. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to scrape, you know, breadcrumbs. But, like, what's his plan? He's just kind of there. Right. It seems like he's trying to create some kind of army of the same, you know, the these Mr. Hyde knockoffs. Yeah. He's a uh, supervillain, but he's struggling with, like, idiot, like, cartoon criminals. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'll say... The weird thing about, okay, so not the weird thing, but in last issue, we kind of, there were parts where, again, we're not trying to do issue by issue, but, uh, or page by page, but in the last issue, one thing you see is that this gang banger grumpy that you see in the previous issue, um, you know, the military guys come there and he takes a fistful of these pills, but you don't see what happens. Um, but he does get shot. So you see that in the next issue is, is oh, him. Was that issue? Does that happen? Does that happen in issue three? Issue three. Now he is uh, being driven, and the car is gone. So Robbie's like, "The car's gone home because like the garage has been ransacked." Yeah. I, and in last issue, just one more thing. I love this overhead shot of Grumpy's house, like the gang house, and how yeah, he yeah. did the panels. Uh, like the close-up panel is just another room. Like super great. It is. I okay, I apologize folks. We are in issue four, but there there are things that happened in issue three that I thought happened in issue four, so I didn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned Canelo's garage where uh, Robbie was I didn't mention this, but Robbie was working at they get shot up. Robbie's there, he calls the police, we're not we're skipping over some things. But he the car's gone. That's an important part. And Robbie thinks like the power is all in the car. How do I even get there? What am I supposed to do? I'm helpless now. And that's where, like, you talk about is the possession the car? Yeah. But now is it in Robbie because he made the, you know, the pact with Eli? There's some kind of, there is some kind of, like, portal, like you said, though, because he just walks through the wall and he starts coming out. Yeah. He walks in the shadow of the garage and then he's oozes out of the <laughs> out of the car but i want to talk about the transformation scene where he turns into ghost rider in this in this uh issue oh man it was great mm-hmm. it's oh, like yeah, his yeah, whole yeah. body's melting and then he just walks through the the wall or whatever 
Yeah, that that flame scene was great. And then it was very mask like. He remind this reminds me sort of like a serious mask. Mm. Like without all like the you know the Hanna Barbera cartoons and stuff because he walks through the shadow and then now he's forming through the car like T one thousand. Yeah, he's it's almost like a. I just lost it. I was gonna say something and I just lost it. Oh, like a Freddy Krueger thing, like coming out of the yeah. bathtub. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Him coming out is super cool. And in that, that scene where he throws those thugs up and he just catches that dude with a knee as he's falling. That's, that's my favorite. That's my favorite panel in this entire book. Yeah, it's because really it's great. very. It's it's all. If I had to explain Treadmore's art to someone, that's the perfect panel to be like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but 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 more blood like if yeah. it was if it was luther strode the guys there would just be a whole panel of just brain explosion yeah his whole head like coming apart in stacks <laughs> yeah um that's i didn't want to gloss over that because that's my favorite scene and it's just like him <clears throat> this whole page like the, there's the first panel in there he's throwing the guy up and it's just like he's screaming it's just like he's like you talked about before kind of like going into those darker desires of just like letting loose darkest desires and then we see um grumpy just looking insane <laughs> no elbows no wrist tiny hands giant forearms well and he looks very much um he looks like a, a japanese demon to me like um, yeah what you would see in japanese mythology like the way his his beard and his hair is drawn mm-hmm real crazy yeah yeah and I'm that's a f you up it was a hard i had a hard time um slotting in what bad words they were saying yeah yes yeah, so i was i would like read it and then i would go back and then slot in bad words <laughs> so let's see all right so that were issue four yeah okay yeah 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 yeah. okay and i i read the synopsis for, for issue four we just need to talk about it. you read the snots already snots it's the snats so um it's kind of a flashback thing. You see Robbie like shaves his head. He's got these scars on his head that he's getting more attached to Eli, which I thought was kind of interesting to see that uh, connection. Mm -hmm. And they're in the pattern of the helmet. So that's how you kind of know, but you immediately like one page, it's like normal. Everything's normal. Right after you see him, you know, this Mr. Hyde wannabe grumpy guy blow out of the car in the last issue. And then the next page is him in the fight with this guy, and he's kind of mm-hmm. getting his shit rocked. Big time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like wrestling, like wrestling style, like pile drives and shit. Like it looks very cool. Yeah, Again, yeah, yeah. And, and, and a rated R animated movie of this would just be like the tits. Would be the Zabos. That would be the Mr. Zava. And then, yeah, I love that. I love when he kicks him and then immediately jumps in for that drop, elbow drop. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just moving so fast. And like you said, the pile driver and, you know, the only way he gets this guy off of him is basically by running the car into him. But then the dude sprouts some more arms. Yeah, that was weird to me. Uh, but we, th- I want to talk about the panel, like the car goes through Ghost Rider, which happens earlier. Uh-huh. And they realize, which makes sense. The cur- but it's just it's just weird. The curse, Eli. The curse is Eli, Robbie, and the car. Mm-hmm. So like they're all three connected. Curse. 
Jeez, talk about curse. But yeah, then totally just never referenced any appendages sprouting from anyone. I mean, he was taking like handfuls of that pink stuff. <laughs> hey. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, he grows two extra arms. He's like Goro or forearms from Ben 10. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that, that was, to me, it was kind of jarring to, to just be like, what? Yeah, I didn't notice it until, uh, like, I didn't notice they show his arm pop up and, like, grab his head. I didn't <laughs> notice it until the next panel he had. I was just like, what? He has four arms now? Yeah, I like that uh, that quick question mark in the corner of when he's got him on the ropes. Like, he's choking this grumpy dude out, and then yeah. <laughs> he gets his head clamped down by these other arms. And, and then, then he, he just rocks him, man, like Incredible Hulk style. Yeah, gets straight mashed by his own car. And then he just, the guy just walks away. Like yeah. it's nothing. Can't win them all. Damn. Yeah, that was a good scene. That's a good fight scene. Um, and then we learn Dr. Zabo's perfecting the, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, science stuff. Science, yeah. Fake science jargon. Time to create a blue pill. Yeah. 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 So I just glossed over that. I mean, I read it, but it was also like not worth noting. And then we see Grumpy's back at his house and he's just like smashing beers. And like, I like that scene because it makes sense. He's hopped up. He's also like a giant mass as accumulated on his body. And he's just like cracking forward at the same time. He's just like chugging him. I yeah, thought that was great. He's mad because they don't have more beer. He's yeah, like throwing the refrigerators through the wall. And everybody's freaking out. Like, well, yeah, his what? own gang members, yeah. Uh, and another thing, there's like this weird, you know, what was the what was the name of that movie with Michelle Pfeiffer and the Coolio song where she's like trying to help inner city kids, the white savior coming in. Yeah, not High School High, but um, High School High was a spoof of that. <laughs> and they, they made a recent one that had... Uh, um, What's her name from uh, uh, Million Dollar Baby? Hillary Swank. Yeah, yes, Hillary Swank. Hot. Um, <laughs> so, but they have this like white dude coming in, substitute teacher. That yeah, what a dork. He thinks he's gonna save these kids. You know, you're doing so well, Robbie. Uh, and he's talking to this white boy, Widow. I guess who is the, the leader. who is the who's kind of like the side antagonist and it's sort of like the background antagonist mm-hmm. yeah very that's weird it's just kind of annoying mm-hmm. very. Uh, one thing i wanted to talk to you about is that i don't so the the government or the mercenaries that dr zabos hired they go to the annoying antagonist the the gangster white kid and are they getting him to be like a snitch I don't know why they immediately go to this kid. I'm so confused by that because I don't that's, remember him being a, you know. That's that's my thing too. <laughs> like they just go up to him and like, hey, you look like a hoodlum. Why don't you yeah. help us find these ca- these bad guys? Yeah, that was weird to me. And then like, not only that, but then Dexter's lab, Dr. Zabos walks out and he's like, I have $100,000 in cash right now. Yeah. I'll give you that for for what? Right, yeah. I'm going to give it to you before you actually do anything. 
Yeah. Just... Then I'll give you some real power. I was just confused. And this is what I was talking about earlier where um, Robbie and his brother Gabe drive by and then Eli sort of like, I he, he, Eli always lets him know like, hey, I hear your thoughts and I agree with you. We should, like, He makes it like it's Robbie's idea. Mm-hmm. Like, I hear your thoughts. Let's We should kick their ass right now. Right. Yeah. All this exchange is happening at the same time. Yeah. But then Robbie's like goes and gets ice cream with his brother again. Heart of gold. He still continues to be a good character, which I like that about, you know, nowadays everybody wants characters to be like Punisher or, you know, like hardcore. I, I like a good character. Yeah. Especially when it's Ghost Rider, when it's tied to something so evil. Like that's <laughs> what makes Ghost Rider to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, <laughs> I'm still caught up. I, I will say that's what I've kind of meant by things serving the plot that were so convenient and it's them walking up to like, they're rolling up in all these Humvees and it's like, yeah, Hey, I was just on the street corner. <laughs> you guys on the corner, you know, this guy, you should tell me where he lives. Yeah. Like, we'll just keep it. Like, keep it like, yeah, I know. Okay. Here's a hundred thousand dollars. It's that, it's that house right there. I wish somebody <laughs> like, give me some money, man. Just for, yeah, it's there he is. Jesus Christ. Uh, his, I will say like his freckles or whatever they are are weird. Mm-hmm. Because they're just they're, like they're scars, very, man. Yeah, I guess. Very weird looking kid. Uh, yeah, that's issue number four. Mm-hmm. I love this. So there's a variant cover here. <laughs> that's a, a hamster and a it's a Ghost Rider hamster in a mm-hmm. hamster wheel. I don't know if you saw that, but that's a variant cover. One number What's one that? animal variant. It's pretty funny. I think that I think that's the Hastings um variant too. Mm. R.I.P. 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 All right. So uh we're at issue five, right? Issue five, yes sir. The last one. We're sure that's we're at issue five. Well, hold on. I mean I was just looking at issue four, and we yeah, it says we, issue five. Okay, sorry, <laughs> I believe you. Sorry, it just seemed like it went so fast. All right, it's because we it's because we went back and talked about issue three. Yeah, all right, all new Ghost Rider issue five. It's the fight you've been waiting for: Ghost Rider versus a modified Mister Hyde. Robbie Ray's violent neighborhood has become a full blown urban battlefield. Can he save it? Will he want to? All out action in a twist that'll hit you at a hundred miles per hour. Yeah. That's a good that's a good that's a good explanation. Um so Grumpy is going to the factory to to get more drugs because he wants to give all his his homies some of them. They want to take over the city. So um I I had a question about that. So he, I guess he stole this from there and that's why he knows where it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's originally where they got it from. That was another thing. It was just kind of glossed over. That, yeah. They that, say, it, they say it in one panel, like not, not even one panel, just like one word bubble before Hyde kills the leader of the Mercs on the second issue. Mm-hmm. He says like Do- uh, Dr. Zavos and Hyde are talking to himself. And this is before if you don't know Doctor Hyde or Mister Hyde, then you don't. You're like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Because he's having like this whole conversation just by himself, and and he's you know he's saying like, why are you giving him another chance? He just lets some thugs roll up on the compound and steal all the drugs, and he's like, 
he doesn't get another chance. I just everybody deserves a drink, I guess, before they die. Mm. And he kills him. Yeah, he takes him into a back room like he's gonna rape him or something. <laughs> yeah, it just explodes him, I guess. Like Grumpy rolls through this compound and it's just like destroying it, killing people. His gang members are like, Yeah, we're out. We don't yeah. want anything to do with this. Not cool with that anymore. And I don't know why Mr. Hyde is modified right now. I don't think he is yet, but he looks different than he did in the first issue. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, well... Uh, uh, I guess maybe not. He's just bigger. I know he just rips that dude in half. (laughs) Yeah, and so this is... Trevor didn't hold back in this one. This is what you expect from most of the... What it should be, what he would want to do throughout the entire series. Uh, Grumpy rolls up on Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde completely sticks his hand like in his mouth (laughs) and rips him in half. Mm -hmm. Spare no expense. There's blood everywhere. It's raining (laughs) down blood. Yeah. Uh, just seeing him take out that dude after that guy gave the Ghost Rider so much trouble. Yeah, yeah, you're like, damn, Mr. Hyde's actually a threat. That's what they, I guess, were establishing. Right, and I guess he always has been. I was, I was reading because I've been looking for. I wanted to figure <laughs> that's a, a compatible with the Hulk, which I know nobody really is. Abomination is, but I can't get that left leg. Anyway. Yeah, Zim Zim Zemnu or whatever. We'll talk about that later. Sorry. Um but just seeing this dude get ripped in half was insane. And I really like this version of Mr. Hyde. Like Me we discussed too, earlier. Yeah, he looks cool. He looks real evil. Which is always funny because the real Mr. Hyde from literature is like a little guy. Yeah. I like him in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, he was dope in that. Scary. He's cool enough. Yeah, he's cool enough. Uh, so then we learn that the guy, the white kid with the freckles, is just snitching on everybody in the neighborhood, apparently. And he gets, he's getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to do that. And buying people corn. Yeah, what? God, it's such a. this is just such a weird addition. Like, why don't they just roll through and profile people? <laughs> like, I mean, they would save hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um... Not to say the profiling's good, I'm just saying, like, these guys are obviously evil anyways, just go all the way. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Just shoot, just blow up the neighborhood. Um, <laughs> yeah, or just kill everybody. What's, what is, what's stopping you? Yeah. So, um, in the previous issue, uh, Robbie had gotten a call, Ronnie, had gotten a call about <laughs> working at the body shop that he was working at originally and i thought everybody was dead <laughs> some guy's like hey can you come work since the shooting killed everybody yeah hey man i'm by myself up here dude like people keep dropping off cars there are still bodies around here can you please come work <laughs> yeah no police investigation apparently no caution no, do not cross. so he takes his younger brother to the developmental center i guess where he picks him up earlier uh-huh. Sorry. Uh, where he picks him up earlier. And then, so while he's working this next day, you know, this, this crap is erupting in his old, in his neighborhood. Like people are getting blown up. These military guys roll up on, on the white boy and all these, and everything is just coming to a head. Like the gang members are coming to kill the white boy. And then the, these guys are coming to kill the gang members. 
And so yeah. it all turns crazy. And like you said, just blow the city or just blow the neighborhood up. <laughs> yeah, man. So like nobody cares. Um, it, but then <laughs> it's like this really convenient and weirdly worded. It just seemed like a weird, like that video you sent me. Yeah, that's how guys talk. Uh, it says, <laughs> hey, Ray's, my wife just called and said there's a gang shooting in East Hill Rock Heights near your house. Your little bro's at yeah. school, though, right? He's like, uh, no, he's not. Yeah. Yeah, this that is, was that was weird. I don't like, so as much as I like Tradmore's drawing, I do not like this panel of him's little brother on the bus. He looks nuts. He looks like Count Chocula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, he really does. Yeah, it's Yeah, cool. because it's like, okay, I'm obviously just sticking up for Treadmore. Um, this this issue is all action. He doesn't want to spend too much time drawing these fucking kids, but fuck the kids. He wants to get back to the shootout, the explosions. He's just like, yeah, that's done. There's a certain way you have to say it. <laughs> you said it <laughs> yeah. just right. Man, fuck them kids. You can't be like, <laughs> fuck <Ooh>. them kids. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're riding the school bus. Just, I, I, my problem is, this is this doesn't start when the school bus gets to the street. Like it's happening, and the school bus is still like it's just rolling through. <laughs> yeah, hold on, East, kids. East LA, buckle up, kids. <laughs> like, what? Turn around, lady. Yeah, I get off. I, this is my last stop. I fuck this. I'm not. I'm not taking one week from away. retirement. Jesus Christ! And, and go ahead. I was gonna say, and there's. I feel like there are explosions at this point. Like the house is blowing up, sure. and there she's riding There's through. RPGs, like said, yeah. She should see it, but you know, she whatever. She's blind. hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's deaf. Maybe that's why she yeah. runs to school. Um, but yeah, so the the bus with his brother, you know, this uh, catalyst for for the plot. You know, his this bus gets blown over, and it's sliding down the street or whatever. But weirdly enough, these gangbangers that were with the white boy, they decide to start helping these kids out, which is great. You know, they're all about the neighborhood. That is good. Because yeah. they were really, really mean earlier, like pushed a kid out of a wheelchair earlier. So, yeah, they've learned the error of their ways, apparently. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, but the next, you know, the next page, this other dude's about to cap the white boy and his brother's like, no, don't do it. Well, he gets shot. The guy with the he skull. He gets shot. He gets straight he up shot. And it's like, again, Tradmore uh, probably drew it really graphic, but then they're like, no, crop yeah, that. Can, yeah, can we crop <laughs> that in a little bit? <laughs> crop that. Oh, my God. Because you see it. It's like a, just this vortex of just like fluid blood. But, there's, but then they put blam in front of it and then <laughs> crop it. <laughs> it's definitely cropped. Yeah, so the military guy's about to... To cap the white boy. Um, we didn't talk about... We also didn't talk about Ghost Ri- this Ghost Rider's chain. Which is cooler than all the other Ghost Rider's chains because it has a knife on the end of it. Yeah, it's real cool. And but, it's like 100 feet long. <laughs> this particular scene, when he comes right at the nick of time, when his brother's about to get shot with this white kid and the military guy, where he this next splash page 
where he hops out of the car, you know, blends through the car as it's skidding to a stop and the chain Mm -hmm. is wrapping around everything. And then right below that, where you see the action scene as it unfolds and he just slingshots this dude head first in the ground. Probably the coolest panels I've ever seen in a comic book. Yeah. Yeah, So very cool. Very, uh, like my, in my head, I was like, wow, this be, this would be the coolest spawn page. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is the cool. This is the coolest spawn panel I've ever seen. <laughs> Kids love chains, man. They do love chains. I like how he just dunks his brother in the trunk. Yeah, and he's like, "Thumbs up." <laughs> yeah, like the the fluidity of the the car. I, I, I really like that. I don't know why. I just I really like it, and I like that he's just it's innate. All right, you know, it's just like it, it doesn't have to be like activated or anything. It's just like automatic, just connected with him. I think it's really cool. And his brother, when he picks him up and he's like, you came to save us all. He looks like uh, Bernard from the Santa Claus. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> but he also no, looks, looks like, like he looks like he got gassed by the Joker. Yeah, he looks insane. Um, yeah, he looks like he got gassed by the Joker. Like, and, I get that he's developmentally disabled, but like. How old is he? I really want to know. That. He looks pretty old. I don't old. know. I don't know. Teenager, I assume. I don't know. He looks he looks a little older than that to me, but he, he continues to look weird in it's all just, these panels. Yeah, it's just more action scenes. Uh, a missile gets shot at him. He tinks it with the, <laughs> that was <Tink>. cool. <laughs> it explodes. The people are cheering for him. I mean, it's just like a it's like a movie scene. Like you mm-hmm. know, the neighborhood notices Ghost Riders, the hero of the neighborhood now. Um, but then big ass Mr. Hyde pulls up and starts beating the shit out of Ghost Rider. <clears throat> and I like that he notices him. This is my favorite part, probably of the entire book, because I love Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, specifically, Danny Ketch is one of my favorite characters, comic book characters, period. And um, he starts fighting him. He says, Oh, you, I remember you. Mm-hmm. And they, they start fighting. He's like, Wait, you don't know how to fight. <laughs> It's like this is I'm beating the shit out of you. You're not him. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, You're not the ghost rider. And this is the first time in the entire book that they even say ghost rider. Right. Besides besides the title. And so for me, I just really like that because um I feel like Robbie Reyes himself is like, Oh shit, I'm kinda like Ghost Rider. <laughs> well, he says he doesn't even know what it is. Yeah. He says, yeah, the, yeah. Ghost. the ghost. Yeah. What the hell is he talking about? Yeah, you're right. And, and Eli's I, like, I don't fucking know, man. I'm dead. Yeah. I think that's kind of, I find that interesting that these characters, um, you know, Ghost Rider in general, some of these other superheroes, maybe they're not that big outside yeah. of New York or wherever. Yeah. Or you just think about like the lives of like inner city people. Like they don't give a shit about the news. Like, some of these people are just trying to make it. Like, Robbie himself is just trying to take care of his brother. Like, they probably don't give a shit about superheroes. Yeah. Like, you probably have, like, two sides. You probably have people that are obsessed with superheroes, and you probably have people that are like, I don't give a fuck about that. There are superheroes everywhere, but I'm still broke, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Ghost Rider's not paying my bills. Yeah, what's he going to come and save my cable? Yeah, Um, and so then then he turns the tide because... um, I think it's the same thing. He's like, let me take over pretty much, or he's going to kill us. Mm-hmm. And then he blacks out, and then Eli takes over and just fucking kicks the shit out of Mr. Hyde. Like, smashing his head in the ground, cartoon stuff. Oh, and then they, like, I didn't even notice this. They 
the car runs over his head. Yeah, yeah he backs over and, yeah. I don't even know that. That's cool. They stomp his head, two feet down, stomp his head, jump up the car, crunch, <laughs> total cartoon stuff, man. Yeah, I'm super, I love that when he comes back down. And then Mr. Hyde, in order to defeat him, he t- so he's already, he says, you know, I don't need that, whatever. But he's so he shouldn't cons- take it, though, because the pills derived from him, like from his blood. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like a failed experiment. Well, the, well, yeah, whatever the whatever is in his blood is what the pill is derived from. It's like a low dosage of that. Mm. Right, so he takes a shit ton of these pills because he's like, I'm not going to lose, damn it. Very animated, anime style. I won't I just, lose. And I love what he says. It's curtains for you. <laughs> like, that is... That is textbook villain line it's, it's curtains. curtains for you you flaming fuck <laughs> yeah, you flame it. <laughs> yeah. but uh this next page is insane 100 bad... Trad- treadmore just letting loose treadmore bad trip um, yeah Trad- treadmore just let loose on this page yeah where ah. mr hyde basically becomes a fractal of himself uh he overdoses. Yeah. You for everyone curious, you have to you just have to go look at it because it's really, really strange. Yeah. And when I post when I post this clip um on TikTok, I'll 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 put the panel on there. But yeah, he overdoses and then just turns into this just like like someone said a fractal, like a million hands, a million multiplying toes. on himself. Yeah, multiplying on himself, which is cool because it references the multiple arms. The guy just randomly popped out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It even says to himself, or because he starts fighting with Dr. Zabos, he's like, why did you do that? You idiot. I've been telling you, like, don't do that. We don't need that. Um, but it's still, what fucking irks me is that it still doesn't explain. And maybe I just don't know, which is sad. Maybe I just don't know why he has to drink that. Mm-hmm. Like the, if he has the power to transform, then why does he need that? Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I was really confused on what this yellow thing was that was coming out, and I realized it was like vomit in this weird spiral. And then it just yeah, and then it just kind of like terraformed into whatever else he had going on. I thought he was going to go extra dimensional, man, just like <laughs> disappear or something. Um, yeah, yeah, because then, it's like face, 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 face. Yeah. Uh, and he and then he just turns into Mr. Zabos. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ghost Rider just bounces. Yeah, he's gonna let the neighborhood mess him up. Yeah. And he goes back to this kid. He just like he goes back to the which is cool. This is like a movie moment. This is like yeah, Robbie Reyes has come to terms with who he is right wow. now as Ghost Rider. And he's like, you know what? I'm you're right, I need to get that back from my brother the mm-hmm. real wheelchair so he goes back to this abandoned 7-eleven that the fucking gangster white kid's hanging out and they're just like oh shit you're the ghost rider man you're so you're fucking cool you're badass and he just doesn't say anything which is cool uh, can i just say something about them sitting uh, around a candle like a bunch of weirdos yeah that's very weird <laughs> very weird these guys are weird man these guys are weird but then it goes out because Ghost Rider's there, Flamehead. I just yeah. love how Ghost Rider, Danny Cash, Johnny Blaze, it's like a flaming skull. But this is just like a head that's just oozing flames. Yeah, it's very it just, lava-like. It just looks so cool, man. Um, 
He gets the bike back, doesn't say, or he gets the wheelchair back, doesn't say shit, just rides off the end. It would have been real cool if he took possession of the. No, if he took possession of the (laughs) wheelchair and had a flaming like Ghost Rider wheelchair. Uh, Oh my god! Yeah, but then again, he puts it in the uh, puts it in the trunk or whatever, and it flows to wherever that is. But give me a, give me a, give me a, indulge me for a second. He does something to those guys. He doesn't just walk. He just punches them, I guess. Because originally I thought he just walked out, but then he's like, he's making fun of his brother and then he looks at him. Then the lights go out and then they're on the fucking ground. Yeah, yeah. And if they weren't making noise. But there's one only, of them's not. Yeah, I thought about that too. One of them isn't making any noise. So, but <laughs> I have read further, and they're all alive. Ah, okay. Spoiler alert! All right, let's dive into it. Um, do you do you want me to tell you a little bit about Eli before we get into sort of our total review? Sure. Tell the people and myself about Eli. So it is weird. And it's to me, it was just like a little too mysterious for volume one. A little too rough. Like we didn't get we didn't get any payoff with that at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, that was probably one of my my complaints about this book. Eli paints himself to be Eli Morrow. That's his name. He paints himself to be this sort of benevolent hero, sort of like like Robbie. Like he was killed by gangsters. I think he tries to portray. Well, in turn, he's not. He was a uh, Satanist who kidnapped and ritualistically killed 37 people. Jeez. And he was killed by, I can't remember who he was killed by. He was hired by some like Russian gangsters. They killed him, but he's like so evil and Satanistic. And that's where I think the ties to like making the deal happened. He possesses the 68 charger. And then so just so happens. He's also. Robbie's uncle. Eli Morrow. Uh, so he's related to Robbie. So it just so happens like he talks about its destiny that we are together. Yeah, but why does so he doesn't remember. He doesn't go. Oh, that was my uncle's name. I don't think that I don't think that was I don't think he knew him. Okay. Also, why didn't he make because that's Grumpy's car? Why didn't he make Grumpy Ghost Rider? Because I think it was just a connection with his nephew. I think it was like like he talks about it was destiny. I'm not saying it makes sense. Molestation. Mm, but I also don't know much about satanic rituals. <laughs> well, okay, I'll I'll let you know. I'll tell you about I'll it. let you. I'll let you know the next meeting. Uh, <laughs> I'll ask. I'll ask all the elders what they think about it. <laughs> Y'all read this shit. <laughs> um, another thing about Eli Morrow is Eli kicked Robbie's mom down the stairs when she was pregnant with Gabe, and that's why. He was uh, born paraplegic and developmentally disabled. So, Eli. Yeah, paraplegic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. You're right. Eli is a... uh, I was like, hold on now. I was thinking about it for a second. 
<laughs> Eli is an absolutely terrible person, and the next story arc has is basically about him trying to take over Robbie's body completely, and then going back and forth. So, Let's see, boom. Eli's boom. a piece of shit. So overall, what'd you think about this? Let's talk pros. Let's talk cons. Let's talk art. So, uh, pros, I like. I like that there's a new Ghost Rider. I love that he has a car. I love the idea of the car more. I love the motorcycles and that's really cool. I think that's a really important part of what Ghost Rider is, but I think this car is so cool. <laughs> I just it's so cool. love that it's a car. Um, I love the design of the new Ghost Rider. I like that he unknowingly is this Ghost Rider. Like he's a kid that wants to do right. So he's not like uh-huh. making a deal with the devil, which we've seen another Mm-hmm. Uh, or Mephisto or the fly on Scarlet Witch. Uh, mm-hmm. Cons, I would say that it's, it moves so fast in five issues to introduce everybody, but it, some of these characters, I don't understand why there's like these gang members involved or why this white kid's in there that's, you know, snatching on everybody. I feel that needs to be fleshed out a little bit more and could have been mm-hmm. in these issues. Maybe should have been. Yeah. He should have been in the gang. The white kid should have been in the gang and then he rats on him or like an or initiate had, or had any interaction with him at all. Yeah. 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 Like, like that's the thing is he didn't have any interaction with besides his like two friends. Yeah. He should have been like an initiate in the gang or something. Yeah. You know, he had some stakes. So, like in my head, he should have been the one that told Grumpy that his car was in the race. Mm-hmm. Like instead of making the throwaway, throwaway dope fiend, like, "Hey man, I saw your, I saw your car last night." Like yeah, get him out here. It should have been the white, the gangster white kid. Like, "Hey man, you know, give me, I'll give you some information about where your car is for money or whatever." You know, yeah. at least show bridge it. Give some sort of, you know, Bridget Jones. Some kind of, some kind of, he could be like a turncoat in general. It's just like, yeah. first he's, he's telling him where his car is and then he's snitching on Grumpy for, yeah. uh, for Zabos. Connected a little bit more. Yeah. Other than that, I don't have a lot of complaints. I think that it was a, a cool story and I, the art makes up so much for me. Um, because yeah. I love Luther Strode. You were the one that introduced me to that. To see Trad Moore get it, break into more mainstream was really cool. So it's weird. And I, you know, I think after reading, have you read all of Luther Strode? I've read a lot of it. We need to read the entire saga. Maybe that's like a Patreon series we do I, where we just read go, the entire thing. What is it? Kane? Does it get all the way to Kane? Mm-hmm. I've read there's, it. There's three series. Altogether, I think I have read them all, but I, it's been a while. So good. Um, and, you know, after reading that, I'm just like, why isn't he doing ma- more mainstream stuff? And it's because of this. It's because he doesn't work so well inside of, uh, you know, constraints of, the, you know, Stan Lee. Excelsior! <laughs> right. You know, yeah. I, I get it. But, damn. Like, I've seen him, uh, he's done, like, Venom fan art, and it's just like, oh, god damn, like, that would be amazing to see him on Venom. Oh, I thought he actually did do Venom. He did a a short story in, like, an anthology, so it was, like, three pages. I see. Wow. That would be great. Uh, Pros and cons and art for me. Pros, 
fresh, very fresh story. Fresh to uh, death. You, you did fresh cons, sad. <laughs> um, pro, it's fresh as in it's like a it's a fresh story. Uh, we've Johnny Blaze to Danny Ketch wasn't really a change. It was just like a modernization of go- the Ghost Rider story. But this is like a fresh take on the Ghost Rider story. Um, I really like that. I like, you know, I want to read a lot of Marvel stories with you, but there's so much back reading that you have to do to to jump in on any like major story arc. There's so many like references with character relationships. You have to read Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, Thor, X-Men to know what they're, they're talking about, you know, in these big story arcs. I... It's very rare, rare that you can jump in a Marvel story or DC story like this that's in the main continuity that you don't have to have any backstory to. And so yeah. I, I love I love that about it. Yeah, it's even even the ones that were supposed to be these uh, entry ports points like Ultimate Spider-Man. You know, now that's so deep it doesn't really exist anymore. But it, it got no. so deep that you you couldn't jump into it. You had to. There's no way to jump into that. Yeah. yeah. Or like Miles Morales. Like you couldn't just jump in at the Miles Morales story without reading all of Spider-Man. Right. Because there was just like that. That was the gravity. You know what I mean? Um, cons. I didn't care about it. There was a lot of cannon fodder in this book. Um, the gangsters were throwaway. Seems like the white gangster punk. Not even gangster. Just the white punk kid. It's just a nitpicky thorn in the side. Doesn't matter. Mr. Hyde is Mr. Hyde is the perfect antagonist for the story because I don't care about Mr. Hyde in the grand scheme of the Marvel Universe. And I don't think a lot of people do. And I'm more interested in him in this story than any other story I've read with him mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. So, so I like that. Uh, I don't like... I just need a little bit more connection between this. This was a very fresh intro to a brand new character. Uh, and I will give it that art. Yeah, Treadmore is one of my favorite artists of all time. So this book could have no words and I would still be like, yeah, I like it. Right. Yeah, definitely. And I think it does a pretty good job of showing, not telling. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, there you have it. I think we reviewed this shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess we got to give it a toast rating. We do have to give it a toast rating. I've been, oh man. So I've been doing, if you guys are listening to the podcast and you follow us on, obviously you're listening to the podcast, but if you also follow <laughs> us on Twitter, uh, every week I've been doing new comic book reviews. So any books that I read from New Comic Book Day, I'll do these short little audiograms on Twitter reviewing the issue. And I will give it a toast score after that. Legitimately, all the responses are like, hey, man, great review. Yeah, I agree with you or I disagree with you. I don't really understand your rating scale. I'm like, hey, man, that's kind of the point. Yeah. Maybe They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I get that. But um, what is it compared to? I'm like, it's not compared to anything. <laughs> that's I get that. But give me, give me your real opinion. Man. Yeah. I need it. But what, I need it. Yeah, but you, you rated that a D3. What is that compared to what you rated this at uh, A1? Like, what? I'm like, hey man, that was an A one. This is a D three. They're they're different. They're different books. A one. 
Yeah. <laughs> Top tier. And they're like, hey, and specifically my E4 is different than Simon. Like, I may not like the same toast as Simon. What if I'm the type of person that my 10 on a 1 to 10 scale is I9? I like hockey puck brick toast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's my 10. Then, hey, man, who am I to tell you you're wrong? Guess what? I'm not anyone. That's the beauty in this thing, man. We created a monster, and it pisses a lot of people off for some reason. Created a monster. Created a monster. I think that I'm going to give this bad boy a G4. Ooh, G4 is a good one. That's a nice piece of toast. That's a nice piece of toast. I'm going to give this one... Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're mixing things up. I'm giving this one. We're talking about eyes. I'm gonna give this one an I one. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, a little I, bit less. Uh, a little bit less. But that's a good piece of toast. Like my ten. If you want to know what my ten is, my ten is E five. Now there's no real difference between I one and E five. Mm-mm. At all, or G4, I just feel like, really, just a little bit yeah, darker. Just mine and E E five is just a little bit lighter because I like mine just a little bit lighter. I just like a little bit of you know. There's a toast is very specific. <laughs> there's just a little bit of crunch, is what I want. And so, um, what did I say? I won. Yeah, I won. It's it's good. There's nothing I would not complain about that. I don't complain about the story. It was good. A good entry to the character that I actually really enjoy now. Like I mentioned, he's on the Avengers. He's killing it. Um, he's at he's had interactions with Johnny Blaze, which I think is great. With Danny Ketch, but Danny Ketch is kind of lame right now in, in the comics. But Johnny Johnny Blaze is the king of hell. So king of hell. <laughs> We're circling the drain, folks. Before we leave, if you want to support the podcast, the best way you can do that is joining our Patreon. We are about to, I'm about to keep signing up for about an uh, hour and a half more. I'm going to be ready for this. <laughs> yeah. to, record, to record some extra shows for the Patreon. I, I love those shows, honestly. I like them just as much as I like our regular podcast. Um, the best mm-hmm. way to support is to join that. And if you don't have any money, if you're broke, I understand. I understand. I totally do. Uh, even though it's just, you know, it's just three dollars, whatever. <laughs> if you don't want to spend the money just yet, the best way you can support us outside of that is joining the Discord and checking out our website. So hit us up. The link to the Discord will be in the show notes. Also, the link to our website where you can find our podcast, you can find different articles we have, preview issues, Simon's toy photography, all kinds of stuff. I mean, our website is actually really good. If you take some time, check it out. We also have every issue that we've ever reviewed on an Amazon shop on our website. So yeah, turn off out. turn off your ad blocker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to check it out. But yeah, man, um, I'm excited what we got going. And you know, for less than a the price of a cup of coffee a month. 
you can yeah. support <laughs> the Wednesday pool list on Patreon. That's what I tell people. I'm like, man, how often do you just waste three dollars? Like a lot. I just throw it on the ground all the time. <laughs> yeah, I wipe my ass with three dollars, specifically three dollars. <laughs> it takes three wipes. <laughs> it takes three. I have a big ass. If you <laughs> Check out our OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to see me, if you want to see me wipe my ass with three dollars. I mean, dollars only. Yeah, they're small. That's small. Yeah, there's... <laughs> Before we get out of here, we are circling and drain. I wanted to say thank you to everyone that has supported our journey so far. We had just passed 10,000 downloads today. I know some people have like way more than that, but that's a huge number for me specifically. Um, if you've followed the Wednesday Pools from the beginning, you know that we went through uh, a lot of like inconsistencies the first year. We lost Murph because Murph's life is just crazy. Um, he's also, if you guys want to update with him, he's about to have another baby probably next week. So Jeez. he's never coming back to the podcast. Hopefully, we can have him on like a Patreon episode where we where we talk about something because that would, I think that would be fun to have you, him, and I on there. Yeah, shooting the shit like a reunion episode. You know how they do like reality TV shows? Yeah, I think that would be hilarious. Uh, but he's about to have another baby next week, so that probably won't happen for four years. Um, <laughs> he's never getting his life back. He's never, he's never coming back. So, ten thousand downloads. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Uh, thank and you. again, I know no one cares, but to me, that's a big deal because Simon and I have really put in the work this past year. We've stayed more consistent than we've done before. Like we've had Simon and I had a previous podcast that just kind of fell by the wayside, and I'm really proud of both of us. I'm honored and proud of Simon for sticking with me this long. I can't thank him enough. And um, yeah, that's it. Getting getting sentimental on me, man. I'm going to get out of here, guys, before I start crying. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. Peace. Listen, if you're like me, you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards all your nerd essentials. Their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, Simon Toast, in the description or on our website, and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find, and it will really help out the show. Are you on the hunt for great import collectibles for a great price? Well, check out SaveYourCowCustomsAndCollectibles.com. They have great figures and model kits based on your favorite anime, comic, or movie heroes. They sent us a 30-minute mission model kit, and it was awesome. These are from Bandai, and they're modular mechs and can be mixed and matched with awesome accessories, and they make great army builders. From Nendroid to Mezco, these are your guys. They even do customs. Check out XavierCalCustomsAndCollectibles.com. That's X-A-V-I-E-R. C-A-L, customs and collectibles.com.